Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Welcome. Well, uh, it's getting uh, a lot nicer here where I live in Michigan in the U.S. Uh, the sun is shining. It's the, the middle to late May, and uh, it's, it's becoming nicer to sit outside. Still very chilly in the morning. You can't go out with uh, just a t-shirt quite yet, but uh, as I'm recording this, I'm, I'm sitting outside. You may hear the birds behind me. They, they seem very loud this morning, uh, but I really just wanted to get outside today, and I thought, ah, why not bring you guys with me? All right, so uh, today the, the title of our episode is Four Mind Shifts for Maturity. Uh, I've been uh, studying several things on, I guess you could say human development, right? Um, I actually have a background. Uh, my master's is in early childhood education. And as a part of that, um, there was a lot that we had to learn as far as child development, a little bit in my bachelor's for elementary education, but they didn't really go into the developmental aspect of it so much. It was more focused on actual education. So I've been studying human development and growth because I think if you, uh, you know, want to understand anything, you have to understand what is the growth and change process, which is pretty similar to, you know, something as simple as uh, this child is going to learn how to walk um, or this is how you build a business. It's the same developmental growth process. And when you truly understand that, you can put that process to work for you. Okay. So there are, um, there, there's a, a guy out there. I think he's, I think he's dead now. He might be in the old dead guys club, but RC Peck, P-E-C-K. He discovered that there's four stages of psychological shifts that really reveal your maturity level or not. Right. Um, and that mostly these four psychological shifts show up in what he calls middle adulthood. Now, because it's a developmental perspective or continuum, you can, you can, um, uh, understand that for some people, these four psychological shifts show up before middle adulthood. Some people, they show up later and some people, they never get there. Okay. That is the nature of, uh, if you, if you think of a bell shaped curve, you know, in the middle, there's like the uh, usually 80% of the population and there's 10% on either end. So there's going to be some people who actually get to this level of maturity, uh, sometimes very soon. Like you can look at, you know, very young people and be just really surprised, right? Um, but then again, there's the outliers, some people who actually never get there. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to show, share with you the four, um, I guess you could say they're, they're comparative thoughts. Okay. Uh, really check yourself, um, and think about it as a continuum. Okay. So where are you? So this, this is why I usually suggest a, a number of one to 10, just because it's easier to kind of organize that in our mind. Um, but if you were to think of uh, a number one through 10, one being low, 10 being high, where would you be on that continuum for each one of these four? And why would you give yourself that number? Okay. And then what is going to be your, your next step to kind of grow in that area? Okay. 
Um, and I really believe that these four things are so important to our thinking and what we want to do in life that I'm going to take the next four days to, to tease out each one of these to go a little bit deeper. Okay. So what I'm going to do today is introduce them to you. I want you to, you know, just based on what I'm going to share with you today, I want you to assess yourself. Where are you? Why did you give yourself that number? What do you need to do to get to the next step? Right. Begin thinking about these things. Maybe even begin noticing these things in your life today so that in the next four days, when I tease out each one of these, you go, oh, oh, yes, I, I've done a little thinking about this already. OK, so write them down. Think about them um, and definitely keep listening and growing. OK. All right. So the four psychological shifts that RC Peck came up with that reveals your maturity. The first one is socializing versus sexualizing. Okay. So the easiest way to think about this, because it's not just in terms of sex. Okay. But socializing, uh, is really about having collaborative partnerships versus, um, the sexualizing process is really more about you see something, you want something, you go after it. And it's very much an individual kind of pleasure thing. Okay. So you can think about it in terms of, uh, when you're mature, not to say that you don't have individual pleasure or joy, that's not true, but you look for opportunities for you and others to have that. Okay. So it goes from being less individual to more social. Okay. Um, so, you know, you're, you're less selfish. You think about others more. All right, so the second psychological shift is valuing wisdom versus valuing physical power. So typically when you're young, uh, I, I'm, I'm really noticing this, of course, in my kids because they're 12, 15, and 17 right now as I'm recording this. So, you know, they're, they're, they're growing in their physical stature uh, and they've got a lot more power, right? And also... <laughs> Maybe this could be related to my, uh, <laughs> my recent, uh, back injury. Uh, but I'm, I'm looking at them going, wow. Yeah. Uh, not only at this present moment, can you bend over, but you can actually, you know, lift heavy objects. And, you know, so I'm getting to the point where when I come home, uh, you know, from a trip, I would much rather call on one of them to take my suitcase out of the car than do it myself. Okay. Now, doesn't, doesn't mean that we are valuing, uh, you know, uh, again, selfishness or anything like that, but realizing that, um, when I lose physical power, that does not mean I lose a part of me or I lose my identity. It's okay. That's a part of, uh, of life. Now, you know, I'm, I'm working on, uh, building up my, my energy, my vitality, my body, right? I'm not just going to say, oh, I'm losing it because I'm, I'm getting older. No, I'm still going to work on that. But I value wisdom and my thinking way more than my physical power now. Okay. The third psychological shift is emotional flexibility versus emotional poverty. And this one, I'm definitely going to go a little bit deeper into. Um, we might even have a couple different episodes on this one because this one is so important. So emotional flexibility is the ability to understand your own emotions, um, to understand another person's emotions, 
and be able to kind of do this dance, this bob and weave. So, you know, here you are in this moment, let's say you're with a coworker or one of your kids or your significant other, you're self-aware, but you're also aware that maybe this other person is having a moment. So are you able to uh, handle your emotions, your energy in that moment in order to help the other person? And or are you able to say, I need help. So maybe you're in a moment and the other person isn't. And you're like, please help me, right? So being flexible with your emotions. Now that it, it really asks for a lot of maturity and growth. A lot of people are operating from emotional poverty. So they don't understand their own emotions. Maybe they grew up in a household that never talked about emotions. Or maybe if you're like me, you were punished for having emotions, right? Um, and so it takes a lot to have to learn not only what are emotions, but what are my emotions? What do they mean? Uh, a lot of people, they also, you know, they, they have emotions and they interpret that someone else is doing something to them. You know, I feel uh, attacked and triggered. And instead of turning that inside and saying, okay, what does this mean to me? They immediately defend and attack the other person. That's coming from a place of emotional poverty, not emotional flexibility. Okay. And then the fourth psychological shift is having mental flexibility versus mental rigidity. So this is uh, mental flexibility is the ability to take in other new, brand new, fresh novel ideas and decide what to do with those. Mental rigidity is, you know, everything from no, 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 no. I can't even talk to you if it's something outside of my belief system to, you know, arguing or debating with someone else, trying to convince other people that your way is the right way, the only way, having that power and control, um, coming from a place of a fixed mindset, like this is it, this is all there is to life, right? Getting yourself in a rut. Uh, I love what John Maxwell says, the only difference between a rut and a grave is a headstone, right? There's actually some science out there and maybe, maybe I'll do an episode on this one, but there's some science out there that talks about your neuronal growth. So you have the growth of your neurons in your brain. And when you are exposed to a new idea and you allow that new idea to kind of simmer inside, you create what's called, um, uh, um, uh, a tingle factor. So in essence, what that is, is like, there's a tingling in your nervous system and it says, Ooh, something new. And, and you create growth in your, your brain and your neurons, your nerve system. But if you have mental rigidity, you don't, you don't have that. Okay. So a lot of people, they find themselves, you know, they've gotten to, especially in middle adulthood, which is when, again, most of this is happening. Uh, many people, uh, you know, they, they have their job, they have their home, they have their family. They've created the, um, system, the organization, the, the this is what we do, right? So if you ask them, what do you do on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all the way through, how do you celebrate this holiday? It's going to be the same thing over and over and over again. They don't have anything new. They're not thinking anything new, which I'm hoping is none of you. Okay. Um, just by sheer nature of you listening to this podcast, I hope that you have a little bit more mental flexibility than that. Um, but it can cause some real damage in their life. Okay. So socializing versus sexualizing wisdom over power, 
emotional flexibility versus emotional poverty, mental flexibility versus mental rigidity. Okay. Again, just begin to kind of think about these. You could even do a, 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 a line, a continuum line if you want. Put socializing on one end, sexualizing on the other, and say, you know, if I were to figure out where on that line I would be, which would I be closer to, right? You can do that with all four of them. Uh, and just begin to think about this and, and ask yourself, you know, maybe set that intention for today to say, I want to pay attention to this, okay? And then keep listening because I'm going to tease out a little bit more of each one of these this week, okay? Awesome. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right, bye-bye.